Hello and welcome to The Lowdown from Pickletown. I'm your host, Aidan Gilbride. Here's the deal. And welcome back. We are joined alongside the men's basketball head coach, Joey Higginbotham. Uh, I'm super excited for this one, Joey. Uh, I've actually, I've been here since 2018 and I don't think I've had many conversations. I've never spoke to you. I'm really, uh, the reason I was so excited to talk to you is like when I was doing my research before the interview, uh, you know, I, I just didn't realise how long you'd been here, Joey. Um, you know, UMO has been a part of your life for the best part of like, what, 25, 26 years. Uh, you know, you were you were a player here. Then you're an assistant coach, and now you're a head coach. You know you're coming into what is this? It'll be this coming May. It'll be your what your fourteenth year yeah. as head coach. So you know you've got the fact that you've been a coach here. You know what for twenty two years you were a player, and then fourteen years as a head coach. So it's it's you know you've seen this change, uh, this place change and evolve. And so it'd be really interesting to talk to someone that's seen this place just change so much over the last like, you know twenty five years. Mm-hmm. So you know. You know, the fact that, you know, you're based here, your family's here, you you know, you've been here for so long. What does this place kind of mean to you and why is it so special? Why have you hung around for so long? Um, You know, the main thing that's kept me here for so long is the people. Yeah. I mean, the people are just down there, you know, I say good old country folk, East Carolina, yeah. Eastern North Carolina people. Um, You know, people like Tim Woodard, yeah. uh, my 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 coach and my boss before I took over, Coach Bill Klingen, you know, who still lives in the area and actually he's getting ready to move to Florida to be closer to his grandkids. But, you know, those type of people are why I'm I'm still here. You yeah. know, Mr. Jeff Eisen been great for me, been great supporter of me and our program and as well as all our programs. But it's just those type of people, you know, that have kept me around. And it's family. It's, it's home. You yeah, know, no. I've, I've spent over half my life here and um, <laughs> met my wife here. Uh, at the copier machine in Carnegie Arena, I met her there. She was a softball coach, and now she, you know, she's a full-time faculty in the exercise science department. We got two beautiful young girls, fourteen and ten, Addie and Gracie, and uh, you know this is their this is their second home too. You yeah, know, this know. is they run around, and <laughs> I'm sure y'all seen them at practice and at the games and all that. They love it. Yeah, know? no, because I've obviously been here since 2018, so I've seen them over the right. years, and I've been at all the games and all the practices. I see them all the time. So, you know, what you said, I think that just kind of sums it up, the fact that you, your life, like, has been UMO for the last 26 years. You know, you've you've built a family here, you've based yourself here, and you've just kind of, it's became a part of you. Um, and so, looking at that, like, see your time here, um, you know, watching this place kind of change and evolve and grow, you know, you've seen different programs come in. You've seen it change from a college to a university. What do you think has, like, kind of the, uh, been the biggest change uh, since you've came here? Um, I'd say from an athletic standpoint yeah. is the programs that we've added mm-hmm. um, and the success that those programs have got at a early, early on in their yeah. – I mean, like our cross programs, they were winning championships and or competing for championships in year two. Yeah. You know, that thing like that, that's just the it, – it's a compliment to the coaches that we're hiring, the student athletes that we're bringing in. Um, but it's just that – on the athletic side, it's just how quickly and we've grown and how competitive we've gotten so quick. You know, and a lot of colleges don't do that, especially at the small college level. You know, it takes them a while to get it going. But, you know, we kind of hit the gas and never let off when we started. So, And do you think, like, um, obviously – you know, it has grown a bit bigger, the college, you know, it's a university now, it's a bigger place. 
Um, but do you, is is one of the reasons why as well you've kind of hung around for so long is just kind of the small town atmosphere. You like that? Love it. Yeah. I I grew up in Chesapeake, Virginia Beach, Hampton Roads yeah. area, and it's uh, I love going home to see my family, but I can't wait to get back here. It's a little slower. Uh, I like going into the grocery store and people knowing me and I know them and you know. I, I, I've always been in Mount Olive, too, yeah. as I've been here. I've always lived in the town. I've never lived in Goldsboro. I've never lived far away. I've always lived here. And, uh, you know, I've got some great relationships that are supporters of our program and supporters of our department and everything. And that just, you know, there's a sense of a little pride in, uh, you know, family. I mean, it really does feel like a tight-knit family. And this, this town really supports the college. And we always we always want more, but they do a great job. And uh, it's just a great, wholesome place where I can be me, you know. Yeah, and obviously, you know, we, we spoke about, you know, the length of time you've been here and, and, you know, how you've seen things change and stuff like that. But obviously, in order to in order to be happy where you are, you obviously have to be, you know, love what you do. So what is it you actually love most about your job as the men's basketball uh, well, head coach? Well, I love seeing young people grow. Yeah. I love seeing people come in at this and leave – this and you know me coaching basketball i'm dealing with a lot of young men who are the first person in their family to graduate yeah i think we have 19 guys on our team this year i think 12 of them are going to be the first person in their family to graduate you know that's a big deal you know in my in my 14 years as head coach i think 37 36 of 37 seniors have graduated with diplomas that means a lot Mm -hmm. you know and that's something that we can take pride in not just me as a program but our whole department you know, our kids come in, they, they, they're competitive on the field, they win championships, they do all this, but they graduate. You know, and that's – everybody can't say that. Yeah. You know, and seeing that is, is big, and that means a lot to me. But, you know, my love for the game, I love basketball. I've loved it since I was a little kid. I had a great middle school coach in Dave Hensley. Um, that After I played middle school basketball, I knew I wanted to coach. And in my recruiting process to going to college was I was thinking about after four years. Where can I start my coaching career? And Coach Klingon, we talked about that, and that was the nail that drove it in right there, and that's why I picked Mount Olive because I knew I could start my coaching career here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that point <coughs> that you made about um, you know watching people grow, I think that's sometimes something that's kind of um, not necessarily slept on, but I think forgotten. A lot of people come to – for me, I came to college, and um, the, what I didn't expect to change about me was that I'd become a, I'd become a man, yeah. that I'd become the person that I'm going to be for the rest of my life, right. you know. I talked to my dad about that. I had a really deep conversation back home uh, over the Christmas, and they said, Aiden, you're a completely different person than when you went in. And he said, it's not a bad thing. You went in a, bo- a really immature boy, and you're coming out a man with a plan. And, and he said, it's it's amazing to see. You know, you come in, and you expect, you know, you're you're going to do all um, your you know, training. You're going to compete for a team. You don't really consider that the biggest change is actually you personally, how you're going to evolve right. and change. And I think that's something that people don't necessarily always think of. Um, and I think the experience of being in college, working with coaches, working with teachers, work, just being part of a kind of family, it, it alters who you're going to be for the rest of your life. And I think I think coaches love seeing that. They love being a small part of that kind of change. No doubt. No doubt. That is huge. And, you know, we want to win, don't get me wrong, but – we're not going to win at all costs. Yeah. When you're done here, my job and my staff's job is to prepare you for your next step of life, to be a good husband, to be a good father, and to be a great employee. All Great at all those. Yeah. Um, but you've got to have a good foundation to start your next chapter. 
And I think that's we we try to do that on a daily basis, talking about the big picture. It's not just a little round ball going through a net all the time. It's yeah. a big picture. No, um, and you obviously mentioned uh, a couple of minutes ago. You, you you obviously you met your wife here. Um, my favorite teacher here, Coach <laughs> Kayla Sagan-Botham. Uh, um, she was a former softball uh, yes. coach here, and she's obviously a teacher here now. Um, do you think, and this is what I'm really interested in, do you think that her being a teacher at all has kind of impacted the way that you approach coaching at all, like in the house, like being around that kind of in the household? Oh, definitely. I mean, we piggyback off the I – mean, she's the best coach in the house, <laughs> point blank. There's no question there. Uh, but, yeah, you know, definitely. I see her side and the faculty side, and a lot of other coaches don't get to see that side. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of know what's going on over there a little bit, so I can – we can bump things off each other, like what's going on in the athletic world. Yeah. You know? And, you know, her being a coach in the athletic department for 12 years, you know, she she still likes to keep up to date. So, I mean, there's a softball game and she's not doing something. She's sitting in that outdoor, outside uh, stands at center field watching. And she still loves the program and she takes a lot of pride in the program. And But, um, yeah, that's it's fun to see that side and know that side, especially, you know, I see you guys compete yeah. with other sports. And then she comes on and talks about you as students. Yeah. So I get I get kind of to both both ends of the stick there. So well, I guess that also must be like a, a <coughs> good and positive thing for you because uh, a lot of the time um, coaches, all coaches really um, are concerned with is making sure that your that your grades are good and that you're still you know right. academically sound. But I think you having that kind of unique perspective, you know what's kind of going on in the background for your athletes is mm-hmm. probably a very po- a, a good and positive thing for you. Oh, definitely, definitely, it's. Um uh, you know, I take advantage of it every day. Yeah, I do. I honestly, I do. I, you know, even not my own players. You know, there's students, they're baseball players or whatever, and you know, I know they got a test coming up. Hey, man, you ready for the test? <laughs> you know, I'm. I know it's tough. You got you to be ready. So, but uh, no, I uh, we actually definitely sit down and we talk a lot about the academic side and the athletic side and yeah. gel together and things like that. So, very appreciative of that of that uh, opportunity that we have. Yeah, and one of the one of the things that I read when I was when I was doing a little bit of research was that your your favorite quote was um, "No excuses," mm-hmm. and I, I believe a couple of years. I'm not sure if it's still the case, but you've had it in the back of your training right. uh, shirts. Um, I, I love that quote, and I love when coaches have their kind of have a quote that they kind of live by. Um, do you think that that kind of quote has anything to do with your kind of coaching and working philosophy? Uh definitely. You know, and you know. And we do that in the recruiting philosophy. You know, we we may not have that. We're not. We don't have the biggest arena. We don't have the biggest budget. We don't drive the best buses. We don't do this. We don't do this. But those things are just that have nothing to do with what you bring to work every day. Your attitude, your love of the game, your how good teammate you are. So all those those are excuses you can look to keep you from doing, from being a great teammate. Yeah. things like that so that's kind of my philosophy and no excuses there's no excuse not to work hard we're going to school we woke up we're going to school we're getting a degree you're playing the game you love or whatever sport it is you love man make the best of it yeah you know you can look at we can nick and dime and pick it all apart but all it is is a great opportunity yeah i mean every every <coughs> every coach i've had growing up that's had a big impact to me has always had one kind of quote that they work by and i think what's cool for me is I, I personally don't want to be a coach but I have my own kind of working and coaching philosophy for life and uh, you know I like seeing stuff like when and I know that that would instill in the players especially when it comes to game time but also training time so it was just one of those things that I was like I really want to know if 
you know that has an effect on his kind of coaching and working right. philosophy. So obviously, you um, you recently uh, kind of started. You had a scrimmage the other night. I actually came and watched it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the green versus white scrimmage. Um, were you you happy with what you saw and how are you feeling about the season um, ahead? Well, first of all, it was great to get on the court with some fans and yep. and, and just to have an atmosphere. Yeah. You know, after going through last year, uh, nobody wants to go through that again. No. Uh, that was rough, and I can only it was rough for me. I can only imagine what it was for the student athletes. But that part was great. Yeah. Um, I thought our guys played hard. Of course, we got a lot of we still got a lot to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, this year's team's going to be different than years in the past. We're going to be really up tempo. Uh, we want a lot of possessions. Um, we want a high scoring game. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to shoot the three ball a lot. <laughs> you know, the white team shot it a lot, and made it a lot. You know, that was by the score, but that's kind of the way we're going to play. We're not going to be able to slow it down and beat you to death and grind it out. We got to get the game kind of ugly and fast and, and uh, you know, just get our athletes to run around and make plays for each other and, you know, things like that. So so do you think, like, that um, th- was that, like, a goal of that recruiting class or is that just kind of developed naturally with who you've brought in? Uh, with what we brought, on, brought in, uh, kind of the times of how we're recruiting now yeah. with – kind of a different philosophy of recruiting with the school, you know, taking a little hit with with the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. So we got to do things a little bit different. Um, but we've always played up-tempo, not last year because we just didn't have a preseason to condition for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've always played t- up-tempo. But this year we want to go a little faster. Uh, we've really emphasized the three, three-point shot, um, you know, and we're going to make a lot of possessions trapping and chasing. And, you know, they're going to give up some – Easy baskets here and there, but letting our guys know it really is about the next play. You know, we can't – we missed that shot, you got to forget about it. If you're a shooter, you got to shoot. you got to shoot the next one. If you missed that one, you got to shoot the next one. You know, if, if we got a little green light drill, if you get your green light and you pass up a shot, you're probably going to come out the game. You know, we got to get those shots up and we got to get them in. We, like I said, we're not going to throw it inside and beat you that way. So we got to get a lot of possessions going and hopefully we can make that deep ball. So one of the things that I'm really excited to talk to you about um, is, you know, it's it's such a big event and almost occasion here in Mount Olive. The Pickle Classic is coming up. It's it's coming up on the 19th and the 20th of November. Uh, obviously, just for people listening who might not know, it's a round-robin tournament, local teams to Mount Olive. It's actually the longest basketball tournament in D2 history. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's 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 effectively like the equivalent of like a homecoming football game. Definitely. I would say that's that's what Mount Olive's homecoming football is. Definitely. Um and I I think what's so special about this is yes, it's a basketball tournament, but it's it's not really just about the basketball, it's about the community. It's about other it's it's about other programmes too. There's oh, something definitely. very special about the Pickle Classic that um, everyone seems to come together. I mean, I know for a fact my team, the cross country team, everyone you know, we will be going to that game. Everyone wants to go to it. It's a big game and, you know, or sorry, a big tournament. The fans will be back, as you said. It'll be great to have fans back because yeah. obviously there was a virtual tournament uh, last year, which was, it just wasn't the same. It's right. just never the same. Oh, and, no. uh, you know, see, for for you, obviously, um, um, it must be special for you because one of the things that I read was both your children were born right before it. So it's probably mm-hmm. a pretty special occasion for you because not only is it, you know, um, an important th- part of your job, but it's an important part of your family's life. Like your 
both your children are born right before that. You know, can you talk about what it kind of means to you, the pickle classic? Um, it, it, it's, it's huge because it only not brings my blood family. It brings my Trojan family together. I get to see guys I played with. I get to see guys I've coached with. I've got to see guys I went to college algebra with. You know, it just brings back people that I haven't seen, especially this year, for quite a while. You know, and it's just a special time, and we get to see, you know, four high-quality Division II basketball games while you're here. There's so much other stuff going on on campus, you know, in our department, in the alumni department, everything. like it just It's the one weekend where it just feels like everybody's involved somehow yeah, in I mean, some shape or form, and it, it, that, that means a lot. And, you know, again, having fans back there, and that's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, you know, it's, it it in essence is a basketball tournament, but it's a hell of a lot more. Oh yeah, and uh, you know the fact that you know you know you, you have Virginia State, St Augustine, and Barton competing this time round. Obviously, Barton's always a huge game. It's always a huge game. Right. Um, but uh, one of the things that I kind of said, you know, it is it's about more than just the kind of the basketball team. It's about the everything that surrounds it. And so, I mean, for me. This coming one means a lot to me because three of my athletes are going, former athletes are going to be recognised at right. it, which is just it shows that. And I always really would love, you know, sometimes I feel a bit frustrated with certain programs, maybe not necessarily, you know, communicating with each other, and it's one of those occasions where everyone kind of comes together, as you said. Right. And so it's nice to see that three, you know, of my former teammates are going to get recognised. Yes. It's, it's a really nice feeling, especially at the basketball game. You know, you said it's a big night for alumni, uh, and I think that's one of the things that people need to know. It's not just a basketball tournament. No, no, it's it is so a, much it more. It is a weekend of celebration for the University of Mount Olive. Basketball is just a addition to what's going on. You know, it's a celebration for other athletic teams to celebrate their success, athletes to celebrate their success, alumni that are successful. You know, it's a big weekend, and you just you put basketball on top of it, it just makes it a little more exciting. And see, yeah, obviously, like I said, you know, we've we've brought it up uh, a lot in this. You know, you've been here for quite some time. So, have you seen it? Like, has it always been this way, or have you seen it grow and change? And how much have you seen it change and develop over the years? Uh, you talking about the pickle class? Yes, uh, a lot. Um, yeah. It used to be a tournament, and two teams played in that. Now, I mean, of course, you got the basketball games, and we've gone to a more of a classic style where you know who you're playing, things like that. But like our athletic department has started a Hall of Fame. We've retired jerseys. We've honored championship teams, like all that stuff that's come back because of the weekend, and and it just shows not just our program. It shows how good our athletic programs really are. It's not just about men's basketball. You know, and when we honor a, you know, adult uh, uh, alumni who are successful in the business world, things like that, it's a big weekend. It's just, and it's grown bigger and bigger because our, I mean, our, say we're we're growing, our alumni are getting bigger. We got more people doing good things, and uh, you know, we got championship teams coming back being honored, runners. Yep. You know, with uh, what's her, uh, the young man, young lady. Oh, Leah Hanley? Leah Hanley. I mean, probably <laughs> the most decorated or the most decorated athlete here ever. Um, probably. There's you know, a very good I mean, chance. Phenomenal. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to check, but I think that right. sounds about right. I mean, so the, <laughs> it's big. It's, that's a huge weekend for them. Y'all, your program, our program, everything. We, you know, we all share the 
the Trojan family. Yeah, and, and like I said, like it, it even extends to like for me, you know, one one of the athletes being recognised is Adam Craig, and mm-hmm. he was from Scotland. He, right. like, I've known him for a long time, and the fact that someone from my own country is getting recognised right. as well, it, it means something to me. Then I was like, wow, he came here, he done that, and now he's been recognised. And I think you know it really does extend to more than just a basketball tournament. No doubt. It means no something doubt. different for everyone. And uh, I'm very excited about it. I'll be commentating on the games. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited. Hopefully we'll give you all some good stuff to talk oh, about hope, on the basketball I hope world. So. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I'm super excited for basketball to get back. It's one of my favourite sports to watch here. So it'll be great to see them back, back playing, especially with fans in the, in the, in the arena. Um, well, listen, thank you very much, Coach uh, Higginbotham. I uh, wish you the best for the rest of the season and everything going forward. Thank you, and I appreciate you guys for everything you do for us and our program. Thank you very much. This has been The Lowdown from Pickletown. We'd just like to give special thanks to the University of Mount Olive's music department. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time.